We're finally back here. We are hanging out live in studio. Lori's with us. Julia is on vacation, so we've got the one and only Britney Witch 2024. Come on, there she we is. We are here. Oh my gosh, you guys. He made it. It's made been, it. I feel like we've been gone for really quite a while. It felt like a long time. Where it landed, I feel like we've been gone for so long. For some reason, where the holidays landed. Yeah. Like, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I was so excited to come in. Aww. I literally was like, I can't wait. I got, and it, the first day back to work, everybody's kind of ramping up. But I was really excited. Well, you can waste a lot of really good time, though, on Tuesday, <laughs> January 2nd. Because... There's football to talk about. There's catch up on what to do for New yeah. Year's and Christmas. And, you know, I mean, so there, this is really a low key day. I love that. There's a lot going on. Like, there is. And I love, I love finding out if people stayed up till midnight because I think. Oh, I did. I, of course you did. Well, and of course me and Grant didn't. I was didn't. home. Nope. I was flying yes, home and I landed at 1120. That's. So I actually, I think, was in the cab at actual midnight, but because I watched the New York live from CNN and ABC, you know what happened um, an hour earlier yeah. or whatever on the plane. But yeah, I kind of feel like I had to, I got to have uh, two Christmases, one here with the, all of the Barginis mm-hmm. and Casey's daughter and Duke and Bruce. And then last Wednesday I went and saw my family in Seattle. So I just kind of split up having the time and, you know, so that was that's pretty that magical. Kind of fun. Yeah, that's magical. Yeah. That's fun. And how about you? Go go has to be more aware of everything with and Christmas. Every time she sees any image of a Santa, she'll go ho ho ho, <laughs> and to the point where so she likes to ask where people are at if they're not in the room. So yeah. if I go wake her up, she'll go Dada, and I'll say he's vacuuming because I don't know why she always assumes he's vacuuming. Yeah, and she'll go yeah vacuuming. Okay, and now she'll ask where Nana is, and then she'll ask ho 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 like where is he? Where's Santa? So he's, he's made it in the done mix now. He's back I, making things with I don't, the little elves. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna um, have a harder time taking down the tree, us oh. or her. I think that's gonna be a, a rude awakening. But yeah, it was super fun. Um, she didn't really know what was going on most of the time, but we got her one of those rampy roller coaster things I showed you. Amazing. Amazing. So she's mm-hmm. been playing on that constantly. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It, it, even though it felt like like a lot of like leaving parties early to put her to bed, it felt more like Christmas to me than it has in a long time because of having this little entity that like yeah. Oh, yeah. loved the lights. Mm-hmm. Every, you just kind of stop and appreciate and everyone's things. everyone's happy to see yeah. the kids. Yeah. Like, the really, the little, do you have any little ones anywhere in the family? No, I mean, yes, but not, um, not any like nieces or nephews, yeah. but we did see some little ones. Yeah. It's always fun. It the ki- just... well, kids make Christmas special. Yeah. They, they really, really do. You yeah. Know? yeah. It brings you back to when you were a kid and totally. you can relive Even a little if bit of that like, happiness. You know, like a little one, like, yeah. um, 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 baby Duke. Baby Duke. I mean, you a two-year-old is if you can get him in the clothes, that's quite a bit of fun. Now, if it's a gig and wear, yeah, that's. Super I mean, fun. any you know, I love little dresses. I know, and, or any of the, they just look cute at Christmas. It's fun, and everybody wants to give them stuff. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm always like, she doesn't need anything. We're fine, and it. Yeah, I have to remind myself like it's fun. For other people to buy. She's the only little, little. Yeah, right. And so people like buying her stuff. My sister yeah. loves buying her fun toys. Yeah. And um, my brother got her cow 
cowgirl boots from oh, from oh Austin, nice. Texas. Wow. I know. So it was really fun. It was fun. like even just like the silly things we would walk and go check out the all the lights outside. Oh, yeah. And not, it's not like there's where our neighborhood does, you know, some houses, but not like we go it hard. It doesn't matter. You just need a few. You just need a few. Yeah. We don't have to go far. So yeah. that was super fun. And um yeah, it, it was a it was a fun Christmas. Oh my sure. god, I had I had one bad moment of Christmas behavior. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, you guys. Um, so so, Casey, other than the one year when we hated each other and wanted to get a divorce, um, we have he's always given me like amazing presents that he thinks of. A lot of it is jewelry. Um, you know, uh, like fancy stuff that I like. Yeah. And, um, and that, but the one year, this was like a couple years after his motorcycle accident, he gave me cabbage roses, like Karen Newman, if you remember that brand and a zip up robe, a zip up robe. I've I've never even owned a zip up robe. (laughs) Whoa. And then he gave his mom a $250 gift card to a spa. And I knew right then there. We're heading to divorce. We're not liking each we other. We need right to now. get some therapy. What is going on? So anyway, <laughs> I am usually struggling to find you know just something to cool for Casey that he wouldn't buy himself. You know, blah blah blah. I think you know, like the last cool present was I got him a tight rash card and showed him the <laughs> that a tight rash card for boogie boarding is better than loose. And I bought a bought him a Kindle like ten years ago. Oh, nice! He had never wanted one. I bought him an Apple Watch. In love, he loves it. He has adapted and thrived, <laughs> and he's never gonna. Yeah, he's just like thrilled. okay. What does he love about it? Oh, everything because it tracks all this fitness stuff. That's what I like about my health stuff. And if he's riding the bike, he can just answer the phone, you know, with yeah. a quick tap, and the sound is so good. And, yeah. Anyway, so I was like, what a win. So when I opened a thing from him, um, I just burst out laughing because I thought it was just a joke. Yeah. It was. Oh, no. I haven't taken it out of the box. I, it's going to be somebody's white elephant next year. It's a, it's a contraption oh, no. that makes six hard-boiled eggs at once. Oh, oh, no. Wait. Okay. Like maybe oh, a scene no. on TV. No, you guys, oh, no. they're n- they're good. They're Are not. They? Yes. Okay, hear I me out. I burst out laughing, and I just looked at Casey's kids. I said, <laughs> "I am a terrible example of a, a grateful know, a, receiver right yeah, now." Yeah, and then then he gave me a really great a suitcase that I wanted. You know, I have like I have like okay a, before a suitcase fetish. Before you hand off, especially because you. You're like me. You make these salads. I have a pan. No, I know. Before you hand them off. With water, Grant. Okay. (laughs) And it boils eggs. Before you hand it off. Okay. Try making hard-boiled eggs with it. But then I can't re-gift it. No, you can. I mean, there's people that'll still take it that you've used it one time. I want to give a fresh re-gift. How dare you? (laughs) There will be people like me in your life that will take your used egg. I love mine. Um, And you can, because you love salads. You can make six of them, live your life, and then have them in the fridge ready to okay, go. Okay, that's how we do it with a pan of water. <laughs> I've never done it the pan and water way. My mom gave me an egg boiler thing that you're talking about. Yeah. She had one growing. Is she worried about you being able Probably. to boil eggs? Probably. I'm actually, you know what I learned? Uh, 
terrible at making rice. Okay. I got a rice cooker finally. Oh, those are the best. Oh, the best. I love my rice cooker. But you know how they're always like, oh, it's easy as making rice. Rice is not easy to make. No. That's th- why you have a rice cooker. You have a rice yeah. cooker. Thank you. Yeah. And so I don't know what it is. I like my rice cooker. I like the egg cooker. Yeah. I, I might be delusional. You, If you already have your method. I, I, I don't have enough counter space I, for that stuff. I don't want it. It you just feels it. like kitchen junk. Yeah. That's it. Counter space. Kitchen <laughs> junk. And I will put it in a cupboard that I'll never be able to find. Yeah. I believe someone gave me a pineapple core once. Yeah, that's <laughs> another just, one of my mom's gadgets for I'm sure. Like, yeah, okay. I usually just buy it. I know. know cut up. I get that. All, All right, right. Listen, when we come back, um, it's our story we can't get enough of. We're just... We're just going to call it in memoriam because we, we we just need to talk about one thing that 2023 brought. It felt like just a year of so much loss, so yeah. many amazing people. And um, I had, um, well, the last time I had this kind of a good cry on an airplane, it was because I was finishing reading The Bridges of Madison County. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, it was a good Christmas Eve cry. Thinking of in memoriam and people that we lost. So we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. So, Ann, with the holidays just around the corner, I'm curious as to how divorcing couples with children cope with creating new holiday schedules. Is this something you work with clients on, or do people come up with their own schedules? It's really both. It depends on how well the parents are working together as they're going through the divorce process. It's always best if they can do it and maybe kind of encompass family traditions and keep that consistency for the kids. They definitely need a holiday schedule. If they can't do it themselves, then, yes, we're definitely going to step in and and help them get through that process. But it sounds like you really try to encourage people to put the kids first despite whatever is going on. Absolutely. As I just gave the example of maybe keeping the family traditions in place, that's an example of showing that your priority is the kids. It's not about I get every Christmas Eve or I get every Christmas Day. It's what do the kids know and how can we make sure the kids get the balance and service their emotional needs. To learn more about Tressler Law or to schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit TresslerLaw.com or MyTalk1071.com keyword. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Divorce. Grant's trying to bring everyone to early tears and yeah. it's working. Yeah. Oh, so anybody, you know, who listens to... My talk for, for you know, a long time going back to FM 107, you know, we we learned um, a couple of weeks ago, um, right, right, really the day before, you know, the day after break, after a break that Ian Punnett of Ian and Marjorie show 
longtime coast to coast um, uh, broadcast host, just in radio for a long time, you know, teaching. Lee left, you know, my talk in 2012 due to his tinnitus, but but he passed away, and um, a, a few, you know, a few people people here at work, you know, we we knew he had been diagnosed with some kind of a rare liver disease, yeah. you know, and uh, um, just like two and a half months ago, and there's a process to the. Are you a candidate for a transplant and all that stuff? And, you know, the saddest thing is, is that he was so hopeful that he was going to get it. But he was also uh, very Ian about, well, if he didn't, he didn't. I mean, you know, he was a a man of, of great faith and just one of the most interesting, interesting, fun wonderful people that we've ever had the pleasure to know. So it was really, really shocking and sad because uh, he, you know, had liver failure before he could get the transplant. And uh, so, yeah, and of course, everyone, people were so wonderful. I I know uh, Jason, we did. I think a lot of people, my talk posted. B. Arthur was very eloquent, com- quoted to serve from love. I mean, just yeah. it was, and, and people shared their memories of him. And so I just want to um, say to everybody how comforting that was your messages to all of us on whatever social media. I know I've read everything because. Just like when my dad died this year and people posted things, there's a comfort in the memory. You feel like you're closer to not only the person who'd passed, but other people who also loved them and saw that magic in them. Yeah, and impacted them. And I mean, people, they had a huge goodbye party and it was very sad, you know, that he was leaving, you know, his uh, radio chosen career, you know, because of tinnitus, which is unbelievable ringing day and night in your ear yeah caused by headset or other wearing headsets certainly too loud if you wear them too loud it tends to happen which and you know people i know still listen to marjorie she's on best than us with uh elizabeth Elizabeth and everything but i know a lot of people really really felt just heartbroken over his news and i hope we're gonna i don't know how long they say stuff about here but geez i'm thinking of the happy boy song and you've got mail and (laughs) i've thought about paulie black right away oh yeah i actually spent some time with paul black on thursday of last week we did the timberwolves game together and that was the first thing we talked about yeah yeah he was I he know really he had up. been gutted. Yeah, he yeah. was really shook up about it. Yeah, just gutted. And, and Ian, he's the one who dubbed us Low J. Really? Way back when he said, if there was a Jennifer Lopez called J Lo, why aren't you two called Low J? And we were just like, you're right. You are so, and it's so wild to me. Like all the way back, way back, because J Lo has wow. been J Lo, you know, for a long yeah. time. So yeah. He dubbed us Logan. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, you know, I, I'd only met him, and I just know he just radiated something that oh. everyone wanted to be around. And I reading, I also read a lot of like people's comments, and you know, you, I think 
it just felt like he was part of their lives and very kind, very compassionate and very funny. Yeah. And because he was what I would call, you know, a deep thinker who also at the same time was a a pretty wonderful person. um, He, he really listened and gave thought and he was just, I had some friends reach out who were, you know, coast to coast, you know, many, many years. And I think he was broad, uh, inducted in the Kansas City Broadcast Hall of Fame. And he was teaching um, MassCom at, I forget which Kansas school. But wow. anyway, you know, he was really hopeful that, it, you know, he would get, you know, more life. But um he he knew that he was loved, and uh, if anyone is wondering how the great adventure is that everyone experiences, Ian knows. Yeah. He knows the answer. Yeah, and it's just left behind everyone else to to grieve. So, you know, I think that was on my mind, of yeah. course, over the holidays. Yeah, I had been with little kids. And that was keeping me distracted from thinking about my dad. But I'm sitting on the plane. I did get upgraded. That's right. right. And I'm drinking some Chardonnay. And (laughs) I'm, you know, laughing along. They have live TV and I'm watching um, CNN, Andy and and, uh, Anderson and flipping back to Ryan Seacrest just for performances. But they did have an in-memoriam thing. And... As they started it, you know, you know, Tony Bennett, Tina, Mer- Tina Turner, Lisa Marie Presley, Raquel Welch, Harry Belafonte, oh, Jimmy Buffett. They're showing all these photos. David Crosby, Suzanne Summers, Sinead O'Connor, Barbara, all these people. And I'm, I'm getting kind of teary eyed at, at oh, each Arthur. one and at the end. And there were so, you know, I forgot Dame Edna died. And yeah. then. Over the long weekend, Tom Wilkinson, who's a movie. And at the very end, I get this picture of in my mind, and I thought, Ian? Yeah. Dr. Crutchfield? I know. The Zipper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those are also, you know, I just added my, I'm like, God, 2023 is the year my dad died. And I just lost lost it. it. You know, I had yep, two glasses yep. of, sh- of sh- Chardonnay. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> no, that's and it's so real, and it's yeah. like- and we have all these relationships with people that you know that you don't know. But then I just said at the very end, in my mind, I'm just bringing down down a title card because Dr. Crutchfield loss was devastating for many, many people in the Twin oh, Cities. Julian, of you loved guys and adored love him for many. Him. No, absolutely. And he was sixty three, and I, and you know, my dad. He was always like, "No, don't cry for me after I'm gone. I'll give you signs." And I'm eighty two, so at least I've lived a good life. Not yeah. like something he'd always say. Not like because my dad had fun in his fifties, sixties, and seventies. <laughs> the zipper, yeah. um, the zipper did. But I cry. I mean, this. I made the seatmate next to me slightly nervous. That's fine. You know what? I'm fine. I'm watching the memorial, but I got my headset on. I'm sure I'm waking up the play. You know what? It's <laughs> sometimes it's fine. You, it's fine to make people uncomfortable oh. a little bit. Sometimes it feels it's appropriate to cry in public. And yeah, but yeah, it's 2023, and I'm. I don't think I'm just saying that just because of the personal losses of 
you know, my dad, uh, also several personal, you know, 80 something year olds I know that, yeah. that died this year in Dr. Crutchfield. But this was a year of a lot of talented celebrities yeah. leaving. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It was, a, it was, I don't know. More than usual. Yeah. You know, Matthew Perry, that shook. Um, I know. My niece is still talking to me about that. She's 24. She's just like. I cry now randomly during Friends episodes when there's yeah. a moment where I'm like, oh, that is so Chandler. Right. No. It still hits me. Yeah. Yeah. Len Goodman was another one of oh. our, our dancing. But anyway, a lot of um, lot of people. And so people who, you know, have had their own grief. We yeah. Feel, we feel you. Sending love to your we're, family. We're here for you. And when we come back, um, oh, hmm. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was on last night. And I was not the only one to watch it, you guys. Good. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we will, you guys, keep you uh, posted on um, anything, you know, that we might be able to do with Ian Punnett. And yeah. hearing, you know, some of his things. You know, he... He was the only person he and I would laugh about it. I think he called his um, um, a life well lived, I think is what he called his um, when he would talk about somebody who'd passed away. And he had, of course, such a wonderful way of doing that. And I try and do my notable lives, but I've never yeah. been organized to give it. But he had a whole thing, a life well lived. Yeah. It's well, always like that. We definitely got to find a bunch of audio. Yeah, and, and so, that'd be a blast. It would be. Um Okay, so this happened last night. I sent you both alerts. I knew that Grant wouldn't be watching it because I knew there were two yes. huge football games Lots on. Lots of football on. Two huge football games. And I have bonded with my son-in-law over football nice. because he, like Casey, thinks I have hilarious takes. And <laughs> I'm obsessed with the big and skinny numbers. Yes. And I just can't believe how slender people look in it's a number true. one, yes. yes, four. And I saw a big band by the name of Andy Sweat, number ninety nine, score a touchdown, a defensive lineman. There you Dang go. Dang Anyway, so we have all these uh, funny things, but a lot, a <laughs> lot of football. But last night I was yeah. like, CBS is going to do their condensed version of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That they had in October, and it always used to air on HBO, and nobody watched it. And part of the reason nobody watched it is that they would show the entire show. Okay, all blabbity, too much blabbity blab. A lot. CBS edited it down to three hours, and I DVR'd it and watched half of it last night and half of it this morning. But Roger Friedman... Uh, reported that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last night on ABC was a huge hit. The first time it's ever had three million viewers. Dang, and you were one of them. I was one of them, um, up quite nine times from what they get on HBO. It's the power of the networks. I wish we would give more to the networks. Well, starting tomorrow, or no, starting tonight, only murders Murders in in the the building. building. Yes, ABC will be on ABC for. I I I told my mom this is your show. You're going to love it because she doesn't have Hulu. Did they start with season? One. Yeah, season one. Tonight? Yeah, yeah, tonight on ABC. So if you don't have Hulu. I don't have Hulu and I've been wanting to watch like this. CBS did with Paramount's uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, America's Got Talent. They tied with it. But I think that might have been the finale or something last night. 
And uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame kind of escaped the scandal this year because they got rid of Jan Wenner after he said terrible things in the New York Times. But I can never help but wonder why in the hell, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame doesn't have share in it, for God's sakes. But they just inducted Willie this year. And um, anyway, they are trying to get more backlogged and snubbed artists, but... Mm -hmm. Cher was just on with Kelly, and she said not even if they paid her a million dollars because she's been so snubbed. Yeah. So, But I hope they keep it up. But Bernie Toppin was inducted by his buddy Elton John. And, of course, uh, uh, you know, Bernie writes the lyrics, Elton writes the music, and they've been, you know, one of the more successful, you know, they're successful uh, by any measure. So he was inducted. He gave an interesting speech towards the end of his thank you that I just thought was kind of worth sharing. Um, I'm never too far away from those that inspire me in ways that spur me on and instill in me the desire to create. Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, Nina Simone, Peggy Lee, the Leuven brothers, Leonard Cohen, Little Richard, Willie Dixon, Howlin' Wolf, and of course, I have to mention the incomparable Merle Haggard, a one-of-a-kind, rugged, all-round genius who sets a fire under me every time I hear his songs. And as a side note, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, are you listening? Okay? Merle Haggard isn't in either. I acknowledge all these people because they and so many others are why I write. Um, I guess you could say I'm being inducted as a paradox, perhaps, but either way, I'm honored to be in the class of 2023 alongside such a group of profoundly articulate women and, and outstanding articulate black artists. along with all of the other musical masters here tonight. You know, diversity of genres and styles is exciting and relevant. Of of when it exactly was that the term pop became a dirty word, I don't know. Because every artist in this musical institution and every artist inducted on this stage tonight is pop because pop in its original connotation meant popular, as in popular music. That's, that's what they all were and still are. That's a blessing. It means there's no walls, no inherent snobbery, and it stands for unity without barriers. It means we're all in this together. Thank you. Oh, wow. that's so good. Wasn't that good? And I never put that together that pop uh, music is popular music. So it could be anything. It yeah. could be anything. And that's why you said listen up. Yeah. And did the pointed Merle Haggard mm-hmm. uh, things because, I mean, Willie Nelson has just got inducted last night. He's 90. Yeah. He's been making popular music going back to whatever year he wrote crazy i mean at least since the 60s absolutely um, uh, george michael was inducted posthumously um um andrew ridgely did the induction it was very sweet he looked so handsome in his uh, lavender suit but he 
Just like in the Wham! documentary, he said it was all Yog. You know, I was just there along for the ride, and he just, it was his songwriting, his music, and he was really sweet. And um, and Miguel sang, mm. um, uh, I, I can't remember what song he sang, Sexy as Hell, and then Adam Levine came out. Oh, my. God. Tell me why. <laughs> okay, he came out to th- sing Faith, uh-huh. and he was wearing a denim jacket. Okay, and over the denim jacket. Now Faith, he had in the background. Thank goodness, the Faith video and with his butt, everything, everything. <sighs> and he's got David Burns' dirty old Talking Heads overcoat from the eighties on. Over the jean jacket. Because he's pretentious as hell. Because he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand doesn't, the assignment. No. Come in your leather. Come, you know. But oh, he if he said, came out with that leather and he gave us his butt, because I've seen Adam Levine in concert. Like, he's, he's got a butt. He's trying to behave would, in front of his wife. I don't she was want the him only to. One standing. Yeah, well, she's still standing. And then uh, Dave Matthews intrude, inducted Willie Nelson and like Cheryl Crow. Chris Stapleton and Dave Matthews and Peter Frampton. Uh, no, they those three sang. And then for Cheryl Crow, Stevie Nicks came out with <gasps> with Peter Frampton on guitar. What'd they sing? Um, I can't remember. No worries, no worries. But how about this? So going back to Miguel for his tribute oh, to yeah. George Michael, it was Careless Whisper. Oh, yes. I got it. Let's listen to this for just one it's second. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, no, he gave it it all, but like when you think of it, you know, it shows you're you. are missing, yeah. Like it feels like there's some, there feels like there's something missing for yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the spinners right, were inducted, and of course, they, you know, those guys are all like maybe in their 80s, there might only be a couple people left, but New Edition, there was like seven members of New Edition they did like a medley of their hits was really fun. And then they did a Soul Train little dance-a-thon. Oh, I didn't know Olivia Rodrigo performed. She performed the opening thing with uh, Cheryl Crow, yeah. If It Makes You Happy, I think yes, they said. Yes, yeah. It was so good. They were so cute together. Oh, my God. The we- uh, Tom Morello from Rage the Machine gave an epic speech, but there were a couple of F-bombs I didn't want. Grant to work that hard today. <laughs> and then Shaka Khan was inducted. And it all made sense until Sia walked out in her blonde chandelier wig and her bow and her big butterfly coat and sang with poor Shaka Khan. And I thought, Sia, girl, you just got a facelift and liposuction. You don't need to hide under the lamp anymore, the yeah. hair lamp. Yeah. Also, in that situation, when you're not the focal point. Why are you, can, you dressed like that? You can take it down a couple. I know that's like her I thing. I know Shaka Khan was talking to her girlfriends about that. I know. She's like, can you believe this <laughs> She's like, I thought that woman. chandelier lady would just come and sing. Yeah. And then um, and then Robbie Robertson was inducted. And uh, Chris Stapleton, Cheryl Crow, and Brittany oh. Howard did The Wait. You want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then um, uh, Don Cornelius... Uh, you know, he's since passed, but uh, he got the Ottoman er- Erdogan Award for Trailblazer because he started Soul Train. Uh-huh. And there's a great uh, drama, a TV show called, I think it's called Soul Train. It ran for two seasons. That is an incredible story. Don Cornelius has an incredible story. Um, 
I made Brittany watch a couple Soul Train dances with me today. <laughs> the signature line. I have no problem with that starting up immediately. immediately and that yeah. be now in our norm yeah. is that every day we have to do a Soul Train dance. <laughs> yes, let's do it. And then Missy Elliott was the closer. Okay. Queen Latifah indicted her and she performed, you know, like all three of her hits and had the crown. It was just fun but it i was seems so fun glad i had it on the dvr you know what i'm saying it's yeah a, it's like it's a long time say your dvr on sunday for the golden globes i can't believe that many people watched it and it was that long that's impressive yeah yeah well you know people like the music i think the kennedy center honors had pretty good ratings last week yeah. that was like last wednesday so cool. i don't know just something different not I everybody watches football i'm with you that's yeah funny. no all right listen when we come back TNT, the rom-com. This is exactly why we believe rom-coms exist, people. Taylor and Travis, yes, they it are is. dynamite together. Grant has some news for us, though. Oh, yeah. I actually already called for it, so we've got callers right now. I'm going to let you guys go, oh, but okay, we're going to be giving it. away another pair of tickets. I did it during the intro song here, so right now I'm going to take my seventh caller. Okay. But at some point in time today, we've got two sets today. So at some point in time, in the 4 o'clock hour or the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to offer another set of tickets to this wild game versus Dallas, but I'm going to take my seventh caller right now and get their information. You guys have some fun yeah. with TNT. Okay, so I like TNT because I like... Tra- I like I don't like Travis or Trailer. That's the TikTok world. Yeah. I'm in the rom com world and I like TNT equal Dynamite. I love TNT. I, I think that's too. that's a cuter name. Yeah. That's just where is. I'm at mentally. Sorry. Okay. All right. So and definitely in my opinion, the biggest most fun gossip story of twenty twenty three. Absolutely. And the story continues. Uh, it's January second, and it, maybe there was some New Year's. And there was some New Year's. We've gotten another episode. Might I even call it an episode? Maybe even two episodes, because um, uh, it is. You, can't, you know, Taylor was in Kansas City for the team's win on Sunday uh, to clinch the division. She wore a custom. Kansas City bomber jacket. It was very cute. Very similar to Travis's. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because they have matching clothes, though, is it, Brittany? No. Why? It's, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just, the, even just the... Uh, Think it rom-com. rom-com. Well, what do we... like? Documentary, she, Miss yeah. Americana. Yeah. Me Too. Meets is the football, the sport all-star. of America. Yes, exactly. You know, and he's like uh, the football star is always the high school prom king. Absolutely, he's always wanted to be prom queen. She's written about it mm-hmm. when she was younger, and then of that age. I mean, she's always written about sort of that. always she's always written it from the point of view of looking at this couple this yes. the girl who is like i'm on i'm on the bleachers she's the one she's the cheerleader mm-hmm. i'm she wears looking short skirts heartbreak prince. i'm in you know t-shirts mm-hmm. um yeah miss americana and the heartbreak prince so there's something about her i think that she's living the life she's written about and dreamed about and we all can relate to that i don't know i think maybe maybe laura you might be one of these people who actually went to high school and was like, I'm the it girl. But most of us went to high school looking at the it girl going, I wish I was the it girl with the it boyfriend. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was the it girl because 
you can't come to a small town like Duluth. That's true. And start in 10th grade. Yes. And be the it girl. But I don't know if you cared about being the it. Well, you, I didn't care. You have main character energy, and yeah. I love that for yeah. you. Like I, yeah. But I always looked at the cheerleaders. We had cheerleaders in our school that were right, very popular. I right. always looked at that and thought... Man, my life. If, if I could, could only have that. So she's only... like written about that. Now here they both are in their 30s. Yeah. And they're, she's proudly wearing his colors I on love... her body. And she's, he's proudly, you know, cheering her on when he's had the chance. And, you know. Uh, she's He's wearing the um, friendship bracelets. He's at the concerts, not on his phone, staring at her intently right. and vice versa. And it's it's cool because... It's not just one-sided. They both are experts in their fields, and to watch them celebrate each other, you go, It's one of the most romantic, fascinating things we've seen in a long time. Agreed. Because we couldn't feel that way about Brad and Angelina, because there was all that, everything going on. We just haven't been able to, like, see somebody and kind of be giddy about the fact that, because there is something to be said about... The timing in your life when you meet the person that just gets you and you get them and you're not trying to change them and you're not trying to change and nobody's pretending and just unabashedly yourself and you're realize you both realize you're the catch. And there's something too. I, I, you're absolutely right. A thousand percent of what you just said is absolutely. I couldn't agree with more. There's also a lot of time and energy that's always gone into her relationship with protecting and bub- being yes. in a bubble and they both kind of have let those things go mm. if people take a picture of them kissing okay if which, people did that blow up tiktok in every which way and every form. which way and form her <laughs> long lanky right. arms I on know. that tree of a man lipstick. i just and i love it i think it's fun and especially in a time where not everything is fun and on all the Kansas news city i know she could be literally anywhere for new year's and she's in Kansas City, With Missouri. His like friends and family. Totally. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah, I Love know. it. Grant posted that photo. Just oh. like he also posted the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I should have said that. But oh, yeah. Yes. Here's the other part where I feel like. So we did have two parts because we had we had the game and then we had New Year's Eve. Well, part three or another part of the rom-com. Really, we're Chapter, on like episode yeah. 12 or something. Oh we might be on season two. But the other oh. thing to point out is that they're, Kansas City is in the playoffs. They're in it. They're clinched. They're done. They're in it. They, they go the to division, L.A. Yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taylor's Taylor could be in L.A. because the Golden Globes are Sunday. Okay. <laughs> and the Eras Tour has been nominated mm. as the mo- one of the most popular movies, yeah, 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 I yeah, think. Yeah. And so... Kansas City, it's 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 like in a in a Hallmark movie, two people all of a sudden running in, in, into each other at the train station. You know, it's so good. They're both in town at the same time, and and so some people are wondering, can she make it to both? Because Kansas City kicks off at one thirty-five Pacific, and the Golden Globes get started. At two thirty Pacific, mm. so, okay. But ET with the broadcast beginning, well, b- the broadcast begins at five o'clock Pacific time. So, if she wants, she could go to the game, skip the carpet, make it to the Globes in time. Yeah. 
But remember, the new company that has the Golden Globes, same company that owns Dick Clark, the Hollywood Reporter, Penske Media, mm-hmm. were, we, they, they want as much star power as possible. They could wait to present the most popular movie of the year category to the very end. Yeah. And- which gives her time to go home and get glammed. And my question is, what is more of a priority for her? Not saying one or the other, but like she would have time to do them to both. Go the game to go to the game, not walk the red carpet. Yeah, go get ready and the last category, you know, of the night. I mean, that's the smart thing to do. Who benefits more from her going to the Golden Globes? Golden Globes or Taylor? Golden Globes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 1, 000, and I, yeah. I think that is the part of me that goes. She might skip. The uh, but okay. she's not normally one because I think nor I mean normally if somebody gives her a, a, she an award up. she shows up yeah so it's rare because if I was her thinking in my brain and I'm a very selfish person in a lot of ways where I would go I just want to go watch my cute boyfriend play football right. it could be the last time this season well no because they're already in the playoffs this is like the thought is I'm Mahomes, sorry I thought this was a playoff game no, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey may not even play yeah to keep them true. Uh, from Healthy. getting injured. Yeah. Oh. So they could not even play. But then a part of me goes. So he could sit on the bench. She could not watch, do the game. Yeah. And they could both walk the red carpet. Except he can't leave the game early. So. No, he can't. But she, it would take him nothing that to would get be ready. So He's a man. to see them on a red he carpet. He could shower and put on his tuxedo right at the stadium. I know. And take a helicopter to the Beverly Hilton Hotel. I can't wait for red carpets <laughs> with a, them. There's a helipad on the top of the Waldorf Astoria a block away. Because <laughs> it's TNT. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like a bonus. Just I, what uh, could happen on... Sunday night. Keep us in the know. He's a cat person now, too. Yeah. I know. I love it. Do you love it? I love every minute. Now of get it. Kylie a cat immediately. <laughs> anyway, something for us to keep our eye on.